welcome to another episode of Morning Friends with Rotten. Your voice is stupid. What the fuck are you doing? What is this? I thought we already got a new intro. This is the coolest intro we've ever done in our entire existence. I disagree. No, it doesn't feel very cool. I don't you are quite cool mistaken. This is about, this is Joe, Joseph, Josephine Cool, guys. I don't know why y'all are tripping Joseph so hard. Joseph Josephine Cool. I don't know what oh, you just wow. said. Why, why, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm getting pissed. Morning Friends with Rotten. Welcome, Here we go. Welcome to the show. Well, hello everyone, and we are super excited to have you here on Morning Friends with Rotten. Grandma, get the hell out of here. God damn, you shut your damn mouth. Okay. We have talked about this time and time again, or you're not going to get that shiny nickel behind your pillow while you're sleeping, boy. Y- yes, ma'am. <laughs> But, yeah, Morning Friends with Rotten is here to brighten up your gloomy day. What is that kick, fucking smell? Kick back those clouds and let the sun shine Grandma, did in. you just shit yourself? I may have shit myself. Get out of here! I ain't going nowhere. Okay. I'm going to live right inside is, of your head. This is bad. This is awesome. You no. guys are rude as shit. No. This smells bad. Awesome. This is bad. I shit myself. Please stop. Welcome to another episode of Morning Friends with Rotten. Toby, Toby, who the hell invited you? They told me to come over here and record an intro for this here television program. I hope my hair looks nice. No one can see you and nobody invited you. Give the phone back. I can see me just fine. In the reflection of the water of your souls, listeners. All right, guys, get ready to hear our interview with Nicole Delivered SFX, because we're kicking Toby out. Oh, why the hell are y'all trying to shut me up, goddammit? Give us the phone. Go. Give us the phone. Give us the shit. fucking phone, get Toby. Get him. Go. No, go. I ain't doing it. Grim Lens with a special message about Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. Hello, Rotten listeners. This is Grim with a very special message. This year, Hellbilly Hollow is giving us not one, but two Hell Nights back to back. This is a show you will not see during our regular season, so you do not want to miss this. So mark your calendars for the 16th and 17th of September. And warning, This is an 18 and older R-rated show, so no minors allowed, and bring your IDs with you. This will also be full contact, so I wouldn't wear your Sunday's best. It's going to be wild, and I cannot wait to see you there. Wink, wink.
All right, guys, so welcome back to Morning Friends with Rotten. This is our fourth episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our last one. I hope everyone's enjoying our new intro that Ritalin made for us. I think that's uh, awesome as hell. Um, today, we have a, a very big treat. Uh, this young lady, we kind of like met, I think it was about two or three months ago. Uh, I saw her posting some stuff on TikTok. And uh, come to find out, she's been working in haunts uh, since about 2019 and doing makeup. And she does these phenomenal makeup jobs. So, of course, she gets all of her stuff banned on TikTok. Of course. But it's uh, Nicole Delivered. And I'm going to kick it over to Graham for the intro. Yes, we have an amazing haunter and professional special effects makeup artist. We have Nicole Delivered. So, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. I, yeah, I'm getting ready for Comic Con and everything. So that's this weekend. So, where where are you located at? Uh, Temple, Texas. Okay, so you're going to Texas Comic Con. That's awesome. So uh, they have a Comic Con called Bell County Comic Con that's hosted in the city next to us. So the haunt always does something real big out there. That's awesome. Well, go ahead and plug your haunt. What haunt are you working for this year? Silo of Screams. Silo of yes. Screams. Nice. And that is in Texas. You guys should check them out. Yes, definitely. I've been with them for quite a while. Um, so uh, I, I, I listened to a couple of other interviews with you, so I don't want to be too repetitive on stuff. But I'm sure some of these questions you've probably answered before on other things. But we still want to get that information re-regurgitated so everybody knows how to find you, what you're about, what's going on. And I, I, audience right now, I can easily tell you, how many follows do you have on TikTok right now, Nicole? Uh, 389, something like that. Very low. You guys hear that? 389. Now, why are you sleeping on this artist? She should be in the millions by now. Yeah. What the hell, TikTok? Easily. Why like, are you suppressing her? Her makeup is phenomenal. She's got great time, and she does good, like, gore and beauty makeup. She's a yes. perfect in-between for everything, and TikTok is totally stifling the shit out. Oh, yeah, I'm so shadow banned right now because of the burn look that I did. Oh, they were so mad. <laughs> so I got one more chance. But... I, I loved how so many people were commenting on your TikTok videos thinking that it was real. It's like, I mean, it looks real, but they should see and check out your page and know. Right. <laughs> and I thought they were being facetious, but they weren't at all. And That's hilarious. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was. Uh, I see uh, for a while I was watching TikToks and it was like you'd see bloody makeup and stuff and be like, OK, yeah, yeah, definitely cosplayer. But as we started watching it, they started putting like completely like ripped apart sick people on live. And they get like yes. millions of views. Yes, and so they don't ban that. It's so weird to me that people that are literally hurt won't get banned. Uh -huh. But people right. that are 
as artistic and it is definitely not real, that's when they're like, whoa. No, we can't do it now. And it's crazy because I was just like watching this lady that had had a domestic violence kind of thing going on on TikTok. And she was like, open scalp, like blood everywhere. And it was fine. It was okay. And like, I have barely used blood in my TikToks because, you know, it always gets covered if I do. So you got to be very careful with it. Yeah. Um, we've danced around that we, and tried to avoid it because so many different bands, so many different videos and sounds being pulled because of that. And it's like, why? It's art. It's entertainment. That's what we do. Right. Can y'all see that light flickering? I'm so sorry. My ring light was going crazy. No, you're so, fine. It, most of this we're going to use for just audio, but I'll probably use right. this as an interview on video for something else. So don't even oh. worry about your lighting. It's more for us okay. than anything right now. Okay. Um, but audience, just so you know, she looks fucking phenomenal oh, right so now. She looks is. ripped to hell and back. A uh, <laughs> little bit you. of the chin missing here. She's got a split across the forehead. Amazing work. Okay. Yes, yes, she is. She is completely implicitly fucked up right now. But yes, Nicole here, you can find on TikTok as Nicole underscore the livid. Yeah. And uh, I think like the last look that I saw you do on there was this kind of like uh, pimply like boils. It's so fucking nasty. It was awesome. <laughs> I got inspired by monkeypox because that's all I see and hear about. And it's in like our county right now so everyone's just non-stop talking about it so i was like you know what i'm just gonna turn it into makeup make me feel better about it <laughs> it's <laughs> funny you say that because here in alabama like the only thing we hear about monkey pox is like <laughs> monkey pox that's right. dumb <laughs> But, you know, our town has uh, Scott and White, and it's, like, one of the biggest hospitals. So, you know, all the sickness. Yeah. Damn. It was, a thing. it was real bad. It was, ugh. How did but, you fare during the uh, COVID epidemic, P.S.? Oh, I'm, I was great. I didn't get it once. I maintained me through it. But I'm not a social person anyway, so it wasn't really hard not to go out anywhere. We uh, we got it early on and a friend, uh, our friend Scott, who has hadn't got it the whole time, got it about two months ago. And he was like, son of a bitch. I bet it's horrible. Uh, just two weeks ago. So I work with at a still living and I'm the manager and like my whole shift got COVID at once. And oh, I had to cover all those jobs. It was crazy. Ugh. But, Hopefully it'll be okay, even though our area is pretty high with COVID right now. That's not my concern. It's the monkeypox of being at Comic-Con around all the people and everyone yeah. wanting to take pictures. Kind of nervous about that, but I think it'll be fine. I'm sure. Well, I mean, just uh, make yourself look like your face is ripped off from the nose down and make yourself a mask you can breathe through. <laughs> I don't know if that helps well with monkeypox, though. I'm not exactly right. sure. It's, I'm lucky because I work in the Asian Asylum, so the whole mask works and everything with it. Yeah. Um, 
the last season, last hot season, I was like running through the haunted house and I was like, why is this mask suffocating me? And I couldn't figure it out. And all the blood had like started sweating down and it like just like was all inside the mask and like I couldn't even breathe through it. I was like, oh my goodness. The was red. Was that's, that's diligence. That is hot diligence right yes. there. Right? Um, so I got to tell y'all some fun stories about the haunt. Yes. My favorite. So I work in a little tiny hallway and when they come around the corner, it lights up and I have this little metal pole that I just like run down the hall and scrape it around the sides. Right. So I'll go run down there and like people will just like drop and then I'll go and stand in this chair. Right. And when I stand in this chair, I'm invisible all of a sudden. They can't see me. They're like, I know she's somewhere. Where'd she go? And <laughs> I wait for to turn this little corner and I'll like smooth jump over this table at them and then they're gone like so many people like left their shoes and refused to go back for them that <laughs> is fucking awesome and like I think the amount of people that pee themselves in haunted houses are pretty insane yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we were talking to a couple of our other uh, interviews about how uh, everybody keeps a running tally of poops and peas and vomits, and oh. you've added yes. an you've added a new one to the category. You should just start nailing shoes to the room <laughs> that you're in, right? Because I mean, they're like, nope, I don't even care about those shoes no more. <laughs> <laughs> Ran right out of them. I know. And then, like, um, one time. This girl, she could have been about 12. She was with her parents and the mom took off running, right? And I had the dad and the kid cornered and they were like, he was like, take the kid, take the kid uh-huh. and sink me. And I was like, oh yeah, I love kids. Give me, give me, give me. And she's like, no, you know, that girl is terrified for life. Over yeah. that. Like, <laughs> that is insane. That was so funny. Um, I think another fun one that I had last year this dude he decided he was gonna I guess trip on something I don't know what but he is running down the haunted house I mean you can hear him like because there's like six separate haunts where I'm at and then you go across and there's like another four haunts over there so you could hear him just screaming bloody murder all the way through the haunt and then he got to us and when I jumped out of that chair it scared him and um he fell back into the actor room so one of the actors like opened their little curtains like at the same time like they both did and then he's just like laying on the floor screaming bloody murder we're trying <laughs> to push him out but he's terrified of us so it's not working trying to push him out of there it's just pushing him farther in different places and we finally get him out and then he tries to run the other way and i stop him and then after he got around that table he was out of there gone like left That's fucking awesome <laughs> I mean, that dude was definitely on something. <laughs> do you uh, do you find it often that when you're working in a haunt and and I see this beautiful makeup that you've got on right now, how much like how deep do you go with makeup in the haunt and do you stay in well lit rooms? Because I've noticed that the more effort that you put into like a more lavish makeup it kind of gets robbed away by bad lighting and all of that. Right. And so 
when I'm working with the haunt, um, I'll do more darkish and like shadow work, you know, I'll still have texture and everything, but I'll be more of like shadow and more bloody and gory because, you know, of course the dark, it stands out better. Yeah. And now I have like a couple actors that are in the light that I do the makeup for and they're like our main actor, like the butcher and everything. And so he's bald. So I just like always like make these brains like sticking out of his head. So nice. he's, he's probably like the one that I put the most effort in. And then I have uh, this dude that we have on stilts outside and I like do this huge like neck wound for him and everything. Nice. So you're, you are the effects person for your haunt. So you haunt yeah. and do the makeup there too. Yes, so I am the manager over the asylum, and I'm the lead makeup artist, and nice. I accomplished that my first season there. So, that so, was awesome. so when you go to haunt, do you feel like you're being pulled in a billion different directions? Oh, no, I love it so much. It's like a sport to me, chasing these people. It is easy peasy like i wait from around this corner and then i'll chase them down and then we have this chicken door i stand by and i'll wait for them to go a little bit and then i'll just chase them straight out of the haunted house and they're like nice. at it gone um she, one time she is also makeup and uh actress at her haunt she's not lead makeup artist but that's just because if she was lead makeup artist making our videos doing the lives and everything dude we'd have no <laughs> fucking time to accomplish and you're great at makeup so i would understand why they would want you to be lead for Thank sure you. well but, i you are phenomenal i love your work thank you so much i appreciate y'all more than y'all know y'all are just like so great <laughs> <laughs> and y'all are great for the hunting community i know y'all hear me say that all the time but y'all are <laughs> well, well we we want to mm -hmm find a way to bring everybody together because like yes. dude what you do somebody can get a little bit of inspiration from and of it can course. spread from one side of the states to the other mm -hmm. and everybody can say hey you know what we have in common like we are the family of haunters and, and i've said this many times i know that there's a lot of people that hear like haunts and haunted houses are like oh you know we're we're family and yada yada and there's certain haunts that kind of use that as a throwaway uh the thing about it is regardless of where you work regardless of what haunted house regardless of what the owners of that haunt or the managers of that haunt think if you are a haunt actor you exist in a family of haunt actors from all over the world and um I just have to say, like, our haunt manager, he is so amazing. He is such, awesome. a, such a nice person, and, you know, he cares about the actors and the people. Like, one time we had this young, young girl. She was sitting on this, like, motorized chair waiting to scare someone, and this dude hopped a loogie in her face. Like, straight up in her face. And um, she went to the front of the house instead of finding me. So he got through and they shut down the entire haunt, would not let anyone move until we found him. And That's they, awesome. they were like, no. So how often do you get like touched in a haunted house, Grim? Every night of uh, nearly, nearly, I would say 
every fourth group is got to be, they feel like they have to be touchy or. Um, You're so pretty under all that makeup. I hate that. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And we were talking about this not too long ago, but the ones that hit the hardest tend to be the biggest, like buff dudes. They're the most scared. And so they're going to hit you first typically. Oh yeah. See, um, no, I haven't really like been KO'd or anything. I'm uh, pretty quick, but I do have guys that like come out of left field and try to hug me or like touch my makeup or my hair. Like it is awful. Like at the beginning, the first year of COVID when we did the haunt, um, I was like kind of cornered in this room and I was waiting for the customers to go by so I could get out. And he was like, Oh, you got something on your face and went to lick his thumb and touch my face. Oh no. And so I like twisted his arm up and like put him in this cough lock and threw him back into the hall. He was stunned. He left. He didn't even say words. He was just like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, absolutely not. Well, Grim has this great way of uh, having a presence to like, it doesn't matter what she's wearing or doing. She can frighten anybody. Like we, we work in a gas station where like you, every third customer is the same fourth group customer from the haunt. And they walk in there and go over to talk to Grim and they come back wide eyed and like, all right, cool. (laughs) Holy fucking shit. Uh, I'm getting the fuck out of here now. (laughs) (laughs) She even does it to the cops down here. She does not (laughs) care. Everybody gets the same as what you give me and whatever approach you get, it's right back at you. That's it. Right back at you. Of course. And that's what I can say. I feel like I've learned from the haunt is how to read someone so much better. How to read exactly right. what they're going to start saying, what they're going to do, how they're going to act, look at you. It's like you kind of know. Exactly. You get like, yeah, you get those that good judge of character. Do yes. y'all get those people that go in and they're like, oh, I'm not scared. Um, this isn't scary i hate those people i hate them so absolutely absolutely they're trying to shut it off they are scared or they're already previously irritated over something not sure it just seems like they have their issues they're bringing along with them well i'll tell you a a lot of the thing when people do that like it's a psychological thing which is i don't believe in it uh it's kind of the freddy krueger way of dealing with being afraid that if they can rationalize in their own mind that this is this thing and that it's not real, then they can like kind of separate themselves. Yes, and if they right. say out loud, I'm not scared, then it kind of motivates them to not be scared because then they look like liars also. So like these right. layers of like tuning your own psyche in order to not be scared. I've had so many people come to me and say, The reason I don't go to haunts is because I'm afraid of haunts. And I always say to them, that's the reason you should be fucking going to haunts. Right. Of course. But I like to get those people that say that and sneak up like in the like most dark area and scare the crap out of them. Uh, 90% of the time I'll get them. It's quite funny. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. But... 
Do you no, have any? I love questions? the haunt, like family and the haunt life. It is so fun, and it's just like a world that I did not know existed until this haunt opened up down here, and I was like, oh yeah, a hundred percent. I think everyone should definitely try out at a haunt or work at some job there at the haunt, and you're gonna get so much out of it. Everyone should try. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's like the best, and um, so. Our little haunt, you know, um, he has been, it's, I think they started the haunt in 2017 or 18. So it's a baby haunt still, but I mean, it's growing and growing and growing because of, you know, everyone's finally hearing about us and we're finally getting known that. I'll tell you the beauty about the haunt scene just in general that is in the last 10 years, Halloween and haunted houses and all that stuff have become so prevalent and so yeah. accepted. When, when I was a kid, it was like there was a haunted house and then there was nothing else. And it was normally a haunt put on by one of the churches. And right. if another haunt opened up, the churches went nuts about it. Okay. And were like, oh, those are devil worshipers, yada, 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 yada. Uh, and this, you know, this was back 80s, even in the 90s. And then like kind of mid 90s, everybody started jumping on the bandwagon. McDonald's started putting out Halloween boxes and toys, and it kind of moved everybody into that area. And now it has become like mainstream as shit, which is like yeah. insane, but awesome. All, all the haunts we work with here in Alabama in the last two years have put up their best numbers of admission ever. So like every year, more people are becoming like getting onto the understanding that dude haunt is like a great place to just get everything out of you. Right. And you know, it's a fun thing and it's fun when you, they go in groups and then they can laugh at each other. Like, ah, how you got scared, you know, and it's a great experience. It really can be um for the customers and everything i always say like anywhere you go nowadays if you're in a crowd of people you're going to be nervous because you have probably been told that the world is a scary place and all these horrible things are going to happen to you but you go to a haunt and you get the freedom of fear with safety and i yeah. think that's a great thing for just emotional like balance in yourself go get scared for the love of god in a safe place explore those emotions and you know and you know you're safe you know there there's boundaries in place and everything so like in any of the haunts that y'all ever worked at have y'all had like um anything crazy happen uh well last (laughs) last year uh that with Steven and the guy oh, there was someone that, came that, in that some was some guy threatening. threatened one of the actors because he thought he had like got something about his daughter and uh they just like started literally fighting luckily, it was the have, funniest shit in the world luckily we have videotapes so we can go back and watch them and show the people who are complaining and it's right. like oh well okay I was wrong so it saved us many times having video cameras that's crazy uh, I think one year we were kind of short and like 
I mean, when there's not like a whole lot of staff in an area, these people, they just act like they can do anything. And like two of the girls in the front house got hit for no reason. Just, and they didn't even like have a scare reaction. They just like hit them, they hit them. (laughs) Yeah, there's times where it's one thing and then the next is constantly happening. Like someone passes out, someone's having a seizure. Sometimes it'll be like such a good night. The next night it's, it's just crazy. Everybody's hurt every few seconds and everybody else is scrambling to try to make things work or fill in spots or areas. And it's like, Oh God, but I love the rush of it. Oh, me too. Of course. Yeah. You know, it's fun, especially when you're a strong enough actor and you can just like work the whole room by yourself and you don't yeah. need anything. Yeah. Those are my favorite kind of actors because it's like, let's spread out and work as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, we the way we work in haunts is if you put us in any room and give us like five minutes, we'll figure everything out about that room and we'll use the reactive nature of the crowd and right. the like intuitive nature of the room. And dude, it doesn't like we can come up with anything. I, Shit, I'm I could be picky. Toby June. I don't care about picky. Put me anywhere. Just I just want to act. I just want to scare. This is everything. Right. And sometimes at the haunt, we'll do like mixed matchup, you know, so one group will be in another part. So like at the end of the hunt season, I was in the fun house for a little bit. Never been in there, but I found a little spot worked out perfectly. I had this little metal chair and like this little pole and I just like hit that because I'm not a loud person, as y'all can tell. So I have to make a lot of noise, but yeah. it gets them every time. Nice. And then, my favorite though is we have an incinerator area and i love that area it was like this big metal circular room and then have this little metal hallway so what i do is as the chainsaw people would run them up i would just run out of that little hallway running that pole against the metal and then they would get so scared that they would run back to the chainsaw people (laughs) more scared come back towards me and i'd let them in and I'd get, let them get about halfway through that room. And I'd just start running that pole and chasing them around that whole entire room. And they would just be booking it. And then sometimes the chainsaw guy, he had this little side door that he would just bust in. And like those people oh, were just fucking awesome. That was I so And the funny thing was, was I was dressed up as Carrie that day. Because it was like, it's the season to slash. We were doing a Christmas thing. So, yeah, I picked Carrie as my person. So I'm, like, running around in a pink dress and a crown covered in blood. Nice. And I'm dying. So I've seen your Pennywise cosplay. What other cosplays have you done? So that's actually the first time I've ever attempted to, like, recreate a known look. And that's really the first time I've ever done that. Uh, I cannot wait to see more. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking like, well, you know, I did the carry, of course, I guess, you know, that's a cosplay look for the haunt. But I was thinking about doing Chucky next, like, you know, staying with the red hair kind of thing, the reddish orange yeah. hair. You know, it's something I would love to see you recreate. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but you might have to get inventive with it is the girl that was the lead zombie in Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Because she had the same kind of like fire red hair as yours. And she's all right. punk rocked out. And oh, she's got the glass yes, in her face yes, and shit. Yes. 
I would love to see that too. I'm gonna, Hell look, yeah. it, I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna try to recreate it and see what I do. What, like in that movie, she has to feel pain to like not want to eat humans. So she right. kind of like punks herself out with putting broken glass shards like across her face in these like designs. Dude, it looks badass. It would, it would be perfect. I bet that'd be pretty easy actually to get the little fake glass to stick in there. With, with glass parts, I'll normally use like a uh, clear plastic and just cut it yeah. into ridge and then flatten it down with some spirit gum and then go over the top of it. But right. that would be bad as fuck. So funny story. So when I first started the hunt, of course, you know, I was a newbie at makeup, even though I was doing the production makeup and the main makeup for the hunt. And, you know, you get creative with stuff before you learn to actually do stuff. So I did this whole um, frostbin look because it was winter. And I, I was so extra with it. I took these clear beads and crushed them up to make it look like ice. And then maybe about like, Four months later, I rethought about it and I was like, I could have used salt. I could have used yeah. salt the entire time. <laughs> uh, I was just like, that was crazy because it was so hard to get those stupid beads to stick. Yeah. <sighs> We've got uh, a little thing we use called polymorphic plastic that we make like teeth and bones yeah. and stuff like that out of. That's why I do with the, uh, that's how I made those clown teeth that I wear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The polymorph is pretty badass. It makes really good, like, tusky teeth that look all janked up, too. So when I do my zombie looks, I just, like, take, um, I buy those big boxes of fake nails, and then I just cut them out and paint them and stick them in place. And nice. Turn out to look like teeth, and it's super cheap to buy a huge box of them. Yeah. I've never uh, heard of anyone else using that, that I know I may have seen some on Google images, but I love how inventive that is. Oh yeah. It's so easy to do. And it's like stick in place just right in the cotton, you know, if you like stick it right in there, it just holds uh -huh. perfectly. It doesn't budge or nothing. And then when you take it off, it's like one large prosthetic. Nice. Do you do uh, makeup tutorials? Um, I have tried in the past um it's just the editing for me it takes so long and so i really have no time to like sit there and actually make a tutorial and everything like that you know um because i have a seven-year-old daughter and everything so and then the home. well I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what if you wanted to try one on your next makeup literally film yourself doing it you know talk about it a little bit uh, I was putting together some makeup tutorials for a friend of mine and doing like sort of fast forwarding through the process and stopping when they talk and then right. fast forwarding again. Dude, if you filmed a solid clip, say a good, you know, 40, 50 minute clip of you doing makeup, I'll be more than happy to edit for you. So you at least have one long video to put on the YouTube you just created. Yes. Are you sure? Because I oh, can yeah. do that. One, thousand percent sure oh, that's so awesome because i am horrible at editing <laughs> so well, bad I, at it. I sit here all day long and edit i edit everything <laughs> that's, that's like all it. i do is edit 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 and then i write and i do a few you know graphic designs but primarily, I mean, really good at it, though. well thank you i've seen yeah um but i'm horrible at it i've tried to do it in the past and i was just like mm didn't work out for me well and i'll say 
people that are introverted, like I kind of assume you are, um, I am a very egotistical, I'm narcissistic. No, you're not. Um, He is not. uh, I love watching myself and listening to myself over and over again. And trust me, those attributes help you so much when editing because I have to hear myself give the same line like a hundred times over. Oh, I'm a narcissist because I'm amazing. Shut up. But yeah, dude, seriously, make me a video. The next makeup you get into explain what you're doing. And I will, right. I will more than happily edit it for you. Definitely. I'll definitely take you up on that offer. That's awesome because yeah, I'm my strong suit. And I, I, if you give me like the kind of like uh, thought that you're going for, and I'll make you like a little, uh, a little logo to go over your effects stuff too. Okay, awesome. Um, see, I just barely learned a little bit of editing just for TikToks, and that's it. And it's not yeah, really TikTok, hard to get on TikTok, TikTok is a really good way to learn to start getting into editing. Yeah. But TikTok is more of a this is what you get, this is what you get. Well, we've got, we've got about two more minutes left. Okay. okay. So uh, I, I want to get in one more time. I want you to plug not only where everybody can find you, your social medias, but also plug your haunt and where they can find information about your haunt at. Okay. So um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Nicole DeLivet SFX. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Nicole uh, underscore D livid underscore um, underscore D underscore livid underscore SFX. That's my older page with the more makeup on it. And then Silo of Screams on Haunted Attractions on Facebook.com. Nice. Does uh, Silo of Screams have a YouTube channel? They do not. You, you should talk them into getting a YouTube channel. I will try. Um, they have a TikTok, but they barely even use that. Um, well, listen, by how often you post on TikTok, it would be good. And a lot of the other haunts have done this too, is find people at your haunt that know how to TikTok. Let them right. do TikToks at the haunt, then download them and re-upload them to the actual haunt site as well. We've right. done that with a lot of the different haunts and kind of let let the people that work there do the legwork. And then that way they feel more involved and yada, yada, yada. But the best way to do it, because, dude, the older cats that are running haunts, no disrespect to all you beautiful managers, but they've got so much shit on their plate oh, that yeah, they definitely. miss a lot on the social media side of things. You know, right. you have to work an entire year to prepare for a haunt. It is a right. lot. It is a lot. And I'm always like, hey, if you, when, because, you know, they do a lot of their own props, of course, like most haunted houses do. And I'm always like, if y'all need me to come and help, I'm definitely down to help, you know? And what I really want to get into is mask making for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a young lady at Hellbilly Hollow that does uh, a lot of our masks for us. She like uh, customized, and her name is uh, Single Tree Lane. And what she uses primarily is um, sort of like a burlap and a latex and layers it on top. 
And then she has like a, uh, a screen printer where she prints out like extra stuff and then kind of weaves it into the design. Dude, her shit looks so they have a very definite look to them. Right. See, so, yeah, um, yeah, that's something that I think I'm going to do next after I get better at some of my makeup things that I want to get better at. Like I go in series like, oh, lesions in one and then like burn look. So nice. as soon as I finish my little trilogy of perfecting all the looks then i think i might go into mask making for sure that's like that is awesome but um i was uh would it be cool if we stopped so i could get ready to go to bed yes 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 100 uh guys uh it, we've had a kick-ass interview with you thank you so much for being here we love your work we love your biz uh, you guys go check out Nicole Delivered on TikTok. She just got a YouTube page. Uh, to you, Nicole, work on a video for me. Send it to me. I will edit it for you. Definitely. Definitely. You guys go follow her. Follow her Fine. now. She is on like 300 followers. She can't even go live yet, you guys. You got to fix this problem for us. Thank you all but so much. Much love to you. And Nicole, like we always say to everybody before we leave, stay rotten. Stay rotten. Yes, for sure. Thank y'all. Bye. Good night. 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 Have a good night, guys. Stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, that was our interview with Nicole Delivered. We uh, love you, Nicole! Yes, she is such an amazing artist. Man, she has some of the most amazing special effects work that I've seen, like, she, it blows she us out of the water. She is so wonderfully talented. I'm so glad we nabbed her for this. Yeah. Agreed. I hate that, you know, TikTok totally, like, blankets <laughs> out her views because of how horrific her stuff is. But, eh, fuck TikTok. Uh, but we think it is beautiful. We think it is beautiful. Keep it the hell up. We always have the community here for her to post in, so. Yes. So go check her out. Check her out on TikTok. She's and got YouTube. a YouTube that she just did. Mm-hmm. And, uh. uh Lay your eyes on her spectacular work. Spectacular. Yes. Uh, and go check out her haunt this year. But, yeah, do that. Support, support, support. She's an amazing person. She needs to be over a 1,000 by the end of this week on TikTok so you guys get to work. Do it. Because she can go live and do some makeup stuff on there, and we're going to possibly put together a little tutorial from her. Yes. So keep an eye on us, and we'll have some stuff for her to from her for you guys to check out. Yeah, woohoo! But yeah, guys, stay rotten stay and rotten. be sure to check out uh, the other podcast, uh, Rotten Inside and Rotten Mornings, for all of your pointless endeavors. <laughs> Very pointless stay rotten, guys. Stay rotten. I already said it. Get it out of my fucking face. Stay rotten, bitch.